It's a prop cast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same-game parlays and live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, November 30th, last day of November, here to discuss some NBA player props. And I know we usually go on Fridays, but had to pivot a little bit to Wednesday this week. But joining me, as usual, for the NBA player props, you know him on The Voice, on the college experience also on the nfl gambling podcast of course here on the propcast as well it's ryan mcintyre ryan how's it going my man i'm doing good moon off how about yourself uh ready to talk some nba hoops yeah nba's in full swing college basketball in full swing we're winding down the college football season i know it's championship week so definitely a lot of excitement around college Football, World Cup is in full swing as well. So sports, sports, and more sports, Ryan. Can't complain about that. Yeah, like you said, we're uh, finally on the other side of Thanksgiving, headed into the Christmas holiday here over the next month. But uh, NBA and college basketball in full swing. NFL uh, starting to get a little bit of the playoff chase. And then, yeah, like you said, Mm -hmm. college football, we got championship Saturday coming up. Yeah, it's definitely exciting times. Uh, if you're a sports fan, we always say this is like the best time of year as sports fans, but we always say that like in August and September and uh, November, but it's definitely exciting times, man. It's, it's a lot of fun uh, talking about all the sports. I know you and I had a lot of conversations offline. Yeah. I tuned into the West Virginia and who do they Florida game was Florida. it uh, yep. the other night. Um, I think it was a slow night in NBA or I just had an open screen available for me to watch. So I turned into that game or I think it probably had a bet on it or something. So I messaged you because you're a West Virginia guy and asked you, why does Bob Huggins sit on the stool? Is there a story behind it? And I'm pretty sure you started typing up what the story behind it is. Yeah. I said, wait, save it for the prop cast. Cause I want to, I want to hear this from you uh, on the, on the show. And then maybe our listeners who may not know or don't follow College basketball, as closely as you do, uh, know the story why he sits on that stool. So I'm going to give you the floor if you want. If you can tell us a story or what the yeah, story no, is I be- got behind the stool, <clears throat> it's actually a simple one. Uh, I believe it was my junior year when I was working there. Junior senior year, he had hip surgery, two hip surgeries in the off season, and he came back off the surgery. And it, I think it was like June or July, so it was the summertime, kind of down, um, leading into. Uh, uh, preseason and he was having trouble just like getting around just because I mean you're coming off the hip surgery and he's already got bad knees so we had a stool and he sat on it and he you know he's like I kind of like this so 
one thing led to another. Next thing you know, he's like, I want this on the bench. So he <laughs> sat on it during the bench, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, well, I want to bring this on the road. So then all of a sudden we're having to pack that thing into the plane <laughs> for, for hugs because, uh, I mean, you want to keep the guy uh, – you want to keep the head man happy. I mean, he's he's got that orange jacket for a reason. So yeah. as long as he's happy, everybody else is happy. So, uh, yeah, no, that's kind of how it uh, transformed. It, it's it's kind of a simple story, kind of – sums him up in a nutshell where hey uh, i kind of like this can we do this and yeah yeah and now it's a phenomenon because everybody knows him and you see all the memes with him on the stool with his arms crossed when he's in a bad mood or whatever it is yeah i think uh the commentators were talking about this when i was watching the florida game is that smiles are a few and far between for coach hugs (laughs) during games at least no doubt, yeah. No, he's a uh, he's a teddy bear off the court, but in between those lines, he's as competitive as they come. I will say, packing that soul is a pain in the ass on the bus <laughs> and the plane because it, it doesn't fit naturally like a bag or a cooler, or yeah. something simple. So you're having to. It was always the last thing we had to jam in there. Sometimes we just had to put it in the aisle of the bus. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, so that's uh, interesting. Yeah, shout out to the stool. It's funny. You should probably should have got one of those tools that like are detachable from the leg, so you could have let me pack packed it. But break, the one that looks down. like yeah, yeah, the one that he sits on looks like like an old school like a bar stool that you would find like at a like a bar in like in a random like town that's had like like old bar stools, which I thought it was kind of interesting to find out from you, but. Well, uh, this is how superstitious he is, too, is the the one was wearing down. I mean, it was like four or five years old, and it mm-hmm. started to wobble a little bit. I'm like. Man, if he tilts the wrong way, he might he might <laughs> bite the dust in the middle of the game. And he's like, "No, we got it. We won three hundred. He's super, super, super superstitious. Superstitious, sorry. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "We got to keep this stool." So that's the story of the stool. That's 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 yep. really funny. I was uh, I was just curious to know why he still or sat on the stool in the first <laughs> place. But you clear that up pretty well. Um, yeah. So NBA, Ryan, um, we're chugging along here and. Scott and I, we talked about this on the pod yesterday for the NBA. Um, and we were talking about, since there were only three games or so, I thought it was a good time for us to discuss some um, futures. And Scott and I were talking offline about it uh, on, I believe it was on Monday night. And he brought up Joe Mazzula still having value at around plus 300, plus 325 for coach of the year. Obviously, you're familiar with him as well. Yeah. Wanted to get your thoughts on on him to win coach of the year look he's doing an absolutely phenomenal job right now with the boston celtics they're sitting at what 17 and 4 now 16 and 4 mm-hmm. uh they look like they're well on their way to winning 60 games we talked about on the pod yesterday and i mentioned that the boston celtics still have the easiest schedule remaining in the entire nba with about 60 i think it's like 61 games left for them this season so um you're familiar with Joe Missoula, assuming he was in the West Virginia system with you guys there? Yeah, no, uh, speaking of Bob Huggins, Joe Missoula was the point guard for him uh, for the Final Four team in 2010. Mm. I definitely see value with Joe Missoula because I think these awards, especially Coach of the Year, are narrative-driven, yeah. and the narrative's there for Joe. I mean, uh, the guy before him has the issues, uh, and – He's got it. He kind of gets thrown into a situation yeah. where he's got to fill in at last minute the week before the season. And I mean, all he's done is they're 17 and four. They're at the top of the Eastern Conference. They're actually playing a little bit different than they have over the last couple of years. They've more been 
defensive driven or defensive oriented. They're, I mean, they're as good as anybody offensively right now in basketball and playing with some more pace. They're the best in the league as far as I want to say uh, offensive efficiency. I know yep. those numbers change on daily for these teams just because you know they're playing four, five, four, three to four times a week. But right now, at least for the season, the Boston Celtics are number one in offensive rating um, as far as pace goes. They're not the fastest team, which is kind of telling me they're just very, very efficient on the offensive side of the basketball. I think you got to credit. Joe Missoula and what he's been able to do, like you mentioned, he had to come in on a very, very short notice after what transpired with Ime Yodoka on um, the Boston Celtics after, you know, all the stuff came out. Don't want to dig into that, but for him to come in to take over this team with all that going on in the background. And I will be the first one to tell you that I, when I heard about that news, I went in bed the under for this team on their team total uh, on the, sorry, the regular season win total, and I was completely wrong about that. I, I'm pretty much throwing that ticket away in the trash can right now because this team looks like a team or are a team that there's no there's no stop in sight on how efficient this team is on the offensive side. And like you mentioned, yeah, they are playing with a little bit more pace, but they're also shooting the the three ball at a very very high rate. And they have the shooters on the team to do it, right? Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have both improved their three-point shooting. You add in a guy like Malcolm Brogdon they bought, brought in in the offseason, Marcus Smart uh, as well. Uh, Derek White has been a big uh, contributor to that as well. So they have guys that can knock down the three-point shot for this team. So just curious to get your thoughts. I did put down some uh, – obviously, I missed a number when it, I think it opened up at – I want to say it was at 7-1 to one at one point. But yeah. Um, to get it at right now at plus 300, plus 325, definitely shop around for that number. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely got down on that ticket for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's been fun to watch, especially because, I mean, Missoula as a player was a defensive guy. So for them to yeah. be as good as they are offensively is ironic. And it just seems like them and Milwaukee are on a collision course in the East right now. Yeah, 100%. Um, I know Chris Middleton should be back here fairly soon. I know I read that he is – um, getting some reps in um, with the, uh, the G League team for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. So hopefully they get him back sooner rather than later. And yeah, you're right. I mean, right now, take a look at it. It's Boston. It's Milwaukee. And then there's like a, a small drop off throwing Cleveland into that conversation. But again, when you're going talking about those two giants in the Eastern Conference, it just seems like they're both on a collision course uh, for the Eastern Conference finals, at least. Um, all right, Ryan, let's get into our player props here for the uh, Wednesday night schedule. I think there's 13 games on the schedule here tonight. Plenty for us to choose from like uh, we do it here. We'll give you three three player props, and then we'll wrap it up with a best bet. So, Ryan, I'll give you the floor first here, my man. What do we got for your first player prop? Uh, I'm going to start in Houston. Uh, I'm going to fade the Rockets defense. I know you, you're not opposed to that. And I'm going to take over uh, 37 and a half points and rebounds for Nikola Jokic. They just played the other night. Uh, yeah. Jokic had 32 and 12. Um, last couple times, 24 and 11, 28 and 14. So he's had success against the Rockets. I look for him to continue to dominate uh, a bad Houston defensive team. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same game here. I'm on the same side here as well. But I took Jamal Murray over 19 and a half points. And, and you know, you talked about it that they these two teams matched up the other night. And you know, we're talking about a one game sample here, but I think it's more of us just fading this Rockets defense. And obviously, I've watched a lot of their games so far this season. 
Um, and they're, you know, they're kind of up and down, right? And we know that they're going to be one of the worst teams record-wise when it comes down to it at the end of the season, trying to get into that Victor, Victor Winbanyama or Scoot Henderson sweepstakes uh, for this upcoming draft. But you take a look at number one, you're right, that at the center position, they are really dominating. Uh, uh, or sorry, their defense is not very good uh, for the uh use rockets and again also at the point guard position as well uh they're giving up a lot of points to the point guard position we yeah. saw it in the other game there ryan that what both Nikola Jokic and jamal murray had 30 plus points in that game i think another part of it is that denver is dealing with injuries right no michael porter jr here tonight bones highland is also questionable so those are another two big scores that the denver nuggets team has uh, whether it's in the starting lineup or whether it's off the bench with Bones Highland. So I'm expecting, again, to see a lot of points here tonight, led by both Nikola Jokic, like you mentioned, and also Jamal Murray here tonight. So I'm taking over 19.5 points on Jamal Murray. Yeah, no, I like that play too. I mean, this Rockets team, we've seen it so far. They've, uh, they, they're not good defensively. They're in a growth year. So uh, look for a big night, especially uh, with the familiarity playing them again. So I look for the Nuggets to roll tonight. Yep. All right, let's get over to your next player prop. What do you got? I'm going to go to uh, the Cleveland and Philadelphia game. I'm going to go under 25 and a half points for Donovan Mitchell. They also just played, and these are two out of the top five defensive rated teams. Um, Mitchell the other night, just pulling it up, had just, uh, where was it? He he struggled the other night against him. I believe was, uh, he, he was three for 11 played. from the field. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Eight points. So I, I don't think he gets over 25. Just look at what he's done against the Sixers in the past as well. Even when he was in Utah, 22 points, 13 points last year against him. So he's had his struggles against the Sixers defense that is pretty good this season. After the Sixers, it's really been, I don't mean they're missing their top guys. I know Joel Embiid returned the other night for uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. But if this Sixers team is going to win um, games, it's going to have to be on the defensive side of the basketball. Like you mentioned, both of these teams are top uh, five in defensive rating over the course of the season. Um, and, and they have the wing defenders. I'm not, I know it's not the big glamorous names that when we talk about defense, people are used to when we talk about guys like Giannis, who's a great defensive player, Marcus Smart, you know, um, Bam Adebayo throwing that conversation. Ben Simmons is a great defensive player as well, but they have guys, they have athletes and guys that can slow the other team's best players down, whether that's going to be Donovan Mitchell here tonight, whether that's going to be uh, Darius Garland. So, and again, this, this totals for tonight is only at around 210 for this game. So the books are expecting this to be more of a defensive grinded out game where points may be at a premium. So, not going to argue that, man. I think that that's a great play. I think that, you know, a lot of people just look at Donovan Mitchell and automatic. You want to bet the over, but I think you got to really, you know, zone into the matchup and see that, hey, these are two good defensive teams. So definitely love that play for uh, Donovan Mitchell's under here tonight. And uh, they play very, and both teams yeah. play very slow. Yeah, they do. Uh, I didn't pull up my statute that the statute I do make every day, but yeah, you're right. Cleveland. Uh, over the last five games, I've been filtered down dead last as far as pace, yeah. and Philly is right down there with them, number twenty-five as far as uh, sorry as far as pace so far over the last five games. If I want to, you know, just look at full season uh, as far as pace, Cleveland's still right down there at number twenty-nine, and Philly at number twenty-seven. So 
you know, not much has changed, especially for the Philly side. I think at the beginning of the season too, uh, Ryan, we were talking on the NBA pod is that Philly was just playing at a slow pace. And that was because maybe that Joel Embiid was in the lineup and you're still dealing with some injuries and coming back from injuries. So, um, yeah, give me, uh, give me a slow pace game here tonight. Give me the Donovan Mitchell under. I'm right there with you, my man. Uh, all right, for my next player prop, let's go over to the let's go over to the Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves game here tonight. And obviously, the big news that came out for the Minnesota Timberwolves is Carl Anthony Towns is going to be missing about four to six weeks, four to six weeks with a calf injury. And I think that's just going to have to mean that Anthony Edwards is just going to have to step up scoring the basketball here. Um, but I, I pivoted a little bit and I took the over on his two, uh, two and a half, three point shots made here tonight. And like I mentioned, he's going to have to take on the scoring responsibility. So he's going to have the ultimate green light here with cat being out for an extended amount of time. And, you know, like I mentioned, they do play Memphis here tonight, which I'm expecting to see a lot of points to be put up in this game. I believe this team, this total is also set near 230 or more points here tonight. So, um, like I mentioned, there's no question about Anthony Edwards getting the volume up as far as three-point shots goes. And over the last five games here, Ryan, Edwards is averaging 7.8 attempts per game. And I know he's only made 2.6 uh, shot, uh, 2.6 three-point uh, shots on average in that span. But, again, I think those numbers are just going to increase with Carl Anthony Towns not there because we know – Towns is a guy that likes to put up the three-point shot as well. But I think another thing that kind of stuck out to me about Anthony Edwards is against the Memphis Grizzlies in his career, Anthony Edwards has played them eight times, and he's made three or more three-pointers in five of those eight games, including five out of the last six games. So uh, Memphis also on the season, they're allowing their opponents to knock down 13.2 makes per game, which ranks number 28 out of 30 teams here tonight. So I'm expecting big things here tonight from Anthony Edwards. So I'm going to take the over two and a half, three point shots made for Ant-Man here tonight. Uh, Ryan. I love it. Uh, Cause the first thing when you said Carl Anthony towns out and they're playing the Grizzlies was, I thought back to that six game playoff series where it was just a track meet for yep. both teams and pull it. And I pulled it up real quick. He had f- at least four makes in every single game, except for one where he had three. So I love the over two and a half. I expect him to get his FGAs up as they say. Yeah, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting how they adjust without Carl Anthony Towns because we know Rudy Gobert wasn't getting much, um, a lot of uh, I guess touches or points um, with how they were trying to integrate Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert together because if you kind of took a look at the numbers, offensive efficiency wise, that this team was doing a lot better when one of the two guys was on the court, but when they were on the court together, it wasn't very good uh, for both of those teams. So um, yeah, I'm expecting big things here from Carl Anthony Townsend. Like you mentioned in that playoff series last year, uh, 25.2 points per game. And he knocked down at least three point shot, three, three pointers in every single one of those games. So hopefully it's one of those games here tonight for Anthony Edwards. Um, all right, before we continue here, uh, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor and where you can get down on these player prop bets that we're telling you guys. That's going to be over at Win, <clears throat> excuse me, at WinBet. And if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. 
Looking to get involved in a same-game parlay? Well, WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet the way you want to make it. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 and win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Ryan, let's keep it rolling here, my man. What's your next player prop uh, for the games here tonight? Uh, I'm going to go to the Milwaukee-New York game, and I'm going to take another under. I'm going to take under 18.5 points for Julius Randle, and I know that number seems a little low for a guy that averages 21.5 points a game. But we know what this Milwaukee Bucks team is defensively, the best team in the league. They do a great job of taking away your main option offensively. Randall in the last four games against these Bucks only has mustered up 14 points, nine points, eight points, and then 16. So he's uh, he's failed to hit this numbers five out of the last, five out of the last six times against these Milwaukee Bucks. The but I think it's just a bad matchup because of the Bucks' length and uh, depth. Yeah, I mean, look, last night it was his birthday. He went off against the Detroit Pistons, so maybe there's a little hangover coming into this game, <laughs> uh, being back in the Garden, going up against a you know very good defensive team in the Milwaukee Bucks. And you laid out the numbers there, right? He hasn't had much success against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, um, you know, over the past several games here. And you mentioned it, like the length, the length of the Milwaukee Bucks is going to give uh, Julius Randle fits here. So it might be have to be on the back of guys like Jalen Brunson here tonight. Uh, to get over this number. Um, he's been in single digits uh, scoring-wise in three out of the last six games. And there's a game, like you mentioned, there of 14 and 16 points. Uh, one game where he did have 32, dating back to the 2021 year, 2021 calendar year. So, yeah, I think the struggles continue here. Especially being on a back-to-back, right? I think there's a possibility where this turns into a blowout for the Milwaukee Bucks, and you know they just sit the rest of their guys to the New York Knicks in that fourth quarter where – there's a possibility where that, you know, that's also in your favor here tonight as well. But as far as a matchup, yeah, I love it. And again, they faced each other earlier this year, October 28th. He only had 14 points on three of 10 shooting. Um, all right, let me get over to my next player prop, and I'm going to go over to the late game of the night. That's going to be between the Chicago Bulls and the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to go with DeAndre Ayton. Over 10.5 rebounds here tonight. And he's having a great uh, stretch of rebounding the basketball here for the Suns. And over the last five games, he's averaging 14.2 rebounds per game. He's grabbed 11 or more rebounds in five straight games for the Phoenix Suns. The Bulls over the last five games are allowing their opponents to average 44.4 rebounds per game, which ranks number 21 out of 30 teams. Additionally, over the last seven days versus the center position, the Bulls are allowing 15.4 rebounds uh, to that center position. The Suns, they're dealing with some injuries themselves as well. We know about Chris Paul. He's been dealing with a heel injury. He's been out <clears throat> for several games. We know Cam Johnson has been missing time as well. So for the Phoenix Suns, Monty Williams just doesn't really have a choice to play, you know, Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden and Mikhail Bridges extended minutes um so for this season or for the stretch until they get some of these guys back so uh i'm gonna continue riding the rebounds here for deandre aiden i'm gonna go over 10 and a half rebounds here tonight uh for aiden against the chicago bulls here ryan 
Yeah, no, and you look, you pull up what he's done over the last five games. He's hammered that, averaging 14 rebounds a game. Uh, they, they they need him. I mean, they're, yeah. they're shorthanded, like you said. So I expect another monster game for Aiden. Yeah, last five games, 20.2 points per game, uh, 14.2 rebounds per game in that span. So I hope he's able to continue that here tonight, dominating on the class uh, for the uh, Phoenix Suns. Also, his double double right now is at minus one forty uh, in this game. Uh, I know that numbers has been creeping up every single day because I know Scott has been talking about DeAndre Aiden double doubles, and I think he's probably cashed on it in five straight games um, for the Phoenix Suns. Yep. All right, uh, time for best bets here, Ryan. Uh, let's get into our best bets to wrap up uh, this episode of the Propcast. What do you got as your best bet for tonight? You know, I'm going right to it. Uh, I honestly, I wanted SGA against uh, the Spurs, but I didn't see any available, so maybe release that later. Um, you, you you put it right on a tee for me. I'm taking DeAndre Aiden over 28 and a half points and rebounds. Uh, just adding to what you already said with the rebounding uh, prop. Uh, six straight double doubles. They need him. Monster game again. I I, I just think uh, the Chicago Bulls team has struggled against the center position, like you said. Yeah. And I I mean I just think it's another great smash spot for DeAndre Aiden tonight. So I'll take over twenty eight and a half points and rebounds. Yeah, I mean you talk about it over the last seven days, uh, or even let's go to the season that we can filter it down. Um, center position twenty two point four points per game against uh, the Chicago Bulls, twelve rebounds. That's season long, but it gets even worse over the last seven days. Uh, for the Chicago Bulls to the center position. Uh, like I mentioned, 15.4 rebounds are given up. And offensively, I think Phoenix doesn't have very many choices, right? It's really yeah. – it's Devin Booker. It's DeAndre Aiden after that. And then you're hoping that Mikhail Bridges knocks down some shots for you and gets to the basket and finish around the basket for you. And then you know, maybe get some contributions from a guy like Cameron Payne while Chris Paul is out and see what he can do for you. But it's really been DeAndre Aiden and Devin Booker here. So I think that – yeah, he does have a, a good matchup here tonight against his Bulls front court. So he should be able to, you know, not only score points, but also rebound the basketball here uh, for the Phoenix Suns. So Grant, we're uh, aligned on that uh, for this game here tonight against the Chicago Bulls. Um, all right, for feels, my – yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said it feels like a night where he could go for 20 and 20. It really does. And I yeah. think that, you know – it's not certainly out of the realm of possibility because we've seen him already do that. He had a night against the Jazz where he had 29 points and 21 rebounds, right? And then yep. uh, we've seen him we've seen it, uh, him do it throughout his young career as well. So um, and it's crazy to see that he's not always at the top uh, in rebounds per game for the uh, Phoenix Suns because this guy coming out of college – he was a monster at Arizona, right? And I think that, yeah. you know, right now he got paid. He got the contract from the Phoenix Suns in the offseason. It's it's now it's time for him to put up those numbers and, and you know, help Devin Booker take some of that scoring pressure off of him with Chris Paul being out. So, yeah, he already had one 20-20 game this season. Maybe it's another night uh, where he does get a 20-20 uh, game here against the Chicago Bulls. Yep. All right, uh, for my best bet, I am going to go over to one of the last games of the night, and it's probably a game that maybe people are going to tune into. A little revenge game, I guess we can say, after the trade that transpired last season between the Indiana Pacers 
and the Sacramento Kings. You have Tyrese Halliburton coming back to town, Buddy Heald coming back to town, and then Sabonis going up against his former team as well in the Indiana Pacers. And the saying really goes, especially on the pods that we do, if it's not broken, don't try to fix it. Tyrese Halliburton over 11 and a half assist here tonight as my best bet. Look, this has been a cash cow this season for me on his assist props. You know, Halliburton, he's leading the league in assists per game at 11.3. But over the last five games here, Ryan, Halliburton's averaging 13.6 assists per game. He's gone over this projection in four of the last five games. In fact, Halliburton has dished out 14 or more assists in four of the last five games as well. This will be Halliburton's first game back in Sacramento since the trade last season. And he may have a bit of more uh, motivation to play well here tonight against his former team, the Sacramento Kings. Um, But the Kings and Pacers did match up last season in Indiana after the trade happened between Halliburton and Sabonis and Buddy Heald. And in that game, Halliburton dished out 15 assists in that game. So I'm expecting another big night here from Tyrese Halliburton in this game against his former team. Over 11 and a half assists seems a little conservative for for me here tonight. Again, This is going to be a game where the books are expecting to see a lot of points. It is the biggest total on the board. Now it's all the way up to 242.5 points here tonight between these two teams. So my best bet, Tyrese Halliburton, over 11.5 assists. Love it. Uh, we I feel like we give out Halliburton props every single time we do the prop cast together. Yeah. He's, been, he's been an animal going over to uh, – uh, Indy this year. I mean, you touched on his assists. He's averaging 13.6 assists in the last five games. I don't see this Kings defense slowing him down because defense seems optional uh, in Sacramento right now. And you touched on the totals uh, north of 240. So I grab your popcorn. This is going to be an exciting one. I could, uh, I mean, and you know, Hal Burton's going to have a chip on his shoulder tonight as well. Yeah, he certainly is. So uh, hopefully he goes out and plays well here tonight uh, for the Indiana Pace. Should be a fun game. Uh, well, like you mentioned, defense is definitely going to be optional in yep. this game between these two squads. All right, so just to kind of recap our best bets, uh, Ryan is going with DeAndre Aiden points and rebounds combined at 28 and a half, Ryan? Correct, yep. Yep, and then for my best bet, Tyrese Halliburton over 11 and a half assists here tonight against his former team, the Sacramento Kings. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the prop cast. Uh, Ryan, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, buddy? No, man. I uh, appreciate you having me on as always on the prop cast. Uh, make sure you tune in every single evening around midnight Eastern or wherever time zone you are to uh, the college basketball experience where we handicap every single game. Guys are animals. At 11, uh, 12 o'clock um, uh, Eastern time, uh, these guys are grinding out college basketball for the next day. So definitely check out Ryan on the college experience as well as the NFL uh, gambling podcast as well. Guys are crushing it uh, on that uh, on that feed and that uh, podcast as well. Uh, make sure to follow Ryan on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Matt. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Uh, we'll be back later this week for the prop cast for the NFL games. Um, and then we'll be back next week for NBA prop uh, cast as well. So look out for those pods uh, as we progress through the week here. All right. Uh, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>